What is a day in our garden like? What is a day in your garden like? How do you get through those grueling days in your garden? And what do you love most about it? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today on the Backyard Gardens podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds. And must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening. As we learn to grow and grow for change. Well, what's your day like? It's <laughs> glorious. Is it? Uh, <clears throat> I wish I could truthfully say that about every day in the garden. It depends on the season, like the part of the season. And that dictates what my day is like. Today was a very good day in the garden. Every day is a good day for me. Yeah. I never have a bad day. Good I never have you. a bad day in general. Oh, well, good on you. Well, let's talk about my bad days. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, my no therapy is closed for the day, so true. we are done with this that. This is true. I would say, while not a bad day because I get to be outside, um, the challenging days are always those days that whatever the garden chore or project is takes a little bit longer than I anticipated. So. Oh, they all take longer than I anticipate. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody listening can confirm that with me. That all of your Those... garden projects take longer than you anticipate? No, just in general, like, you know how you're like, oh, I'm going to go out and weed for like 15 mm -hmm. minutes and it's like an hour later. Yeah. And meanwhile, my wife is like, are you coming inside? Like, yeah, I'm coming in. <laughs> just give me a second. Yeah. I. Um... That's like. My biggest thing in the garden is um, right now is weeding. Mm, still? Oh, pfft. well, remember I said I have, so I have my regular garden. And just for clarification's sake, I said I did a garden tour and I said I have a 32 square foot garden. Well, it's 32 times four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one particular space. And then the next one is, I think it's like eight by eight times two, mm -hmm. which would be 64. But um, that one last year had weeds that were like over my head mm -hmm. tall. So this year it's not as bad because I just pulled it out of the out of the woods. Um, but it's not as bad this year. So okay. but, now I mean, I thought, we're just kind of. I thought you guys, you know, did the whole mulching thing to try yeah, to combat that. But we still we still have small issues, mm -hmm. but not nowhere near as bad. Yeah. Nowhere near as bad. So. Yeah. Um, the, the places where we're having issues, there's no mulch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Shocker. So. Yeah, for me, um, you know, so my days, depending on the part of the season, could be split with prepping, you know, kind of recovering from the winter. You know, so that's obviously in the early part of the season. And those are kind of those are still good days because it's nice to be out in the fresh air. You know, versus being cooped up in the house over the course of the colder uh, months, you know, then we transition into like getting ready for go time, 
you know, and planting. And that brings me joy too. So that's a good day in the garden. And at that point, that's basically all I'm doing for that period of time, whether it's prepping, you know, topping off beds, cleaning stuff out in the earlier part or planting. Like I could spend my garden day planting. Um, or like now where there's more maintenance. Um, so this is like kind of checking on everything. Um, and this is my second favorite part of the garden season. So these days are my second favorite. My first favorite is kind of looking at that clean slate. Like that's my very favorite. When I look at the garden, it's kind of like what it could be. But now, you know, a day for me. That's my, my least favorite. Is it? Yeah. yeah I can imagine it's bare. There's really not a whole lot to look at. But it's just the possibilities that are in the air that brings me joy. My favorite's whenever I go pick my food out of it. Oh, yeah, I can imagine that too. Um, but now so. this is um, this is a nice time because my garden walks and my kind of garden chores, I'm able to kind of check the progress of everything. So for me, you know, when June and July, there's basically watching everything because there's not a whole lot to harvest in June or July for me. Um, so it's this is the patience game, right? There's a lot of waiting, you know, there's a lot right. of trying to make sure that there isn't anything going astray. And if there is for me to jump in there. So, yeah, I mean, well, let's. so this is, you know, we we talked very briefly about this, and it's it's a difficult subject because it's like, well, what the hell is a day in the garden like? You know, because I mean, you're not a an actual legit farmer no. where you wake up at six in the morning and you're in there until sun up, and you know, Mama Dukes comes out and rings the triangle, grub grub, you know, and then you run in, you eat your lunch, and then you go back out and you work, so. You know, it's not really a day in the garden per se, yeah. but it is definitely the times in the garden. And um, my most enjoyable times in all seriousness is when I go out in the morning and do my garden walks. Those are, you know, just checking on stuff yeah. and whatnot, because that's when I'm really noticing my progress in my garden. Mm-hmm. So for you... And I, I mean, I, I'm interested to know too, for all the listeners, how many like times a day do you go out in your garden? Mm. So you're welcome to answer that. But like, you know, for the listeners, I would love to hear yeah. how much they actually get out in their garden. So what is what is it for you? Yeah, and so specifically, like, if you're out in the garden for an hour straight, that's one time. If you go out three hours later, that's your second time. So that's what you're interested in, which I'd be curious about too, because I generally go out twice a day. Um, Once I get to the point of harvesting, it may be a third time. So it's the first thing in the morning for the garden walk, my garden chores. I'm doing watering if I need to water, tying up veggies, you know, inspecting things, admiring things. So that's the morning. Like before I, I mean, that's the first thing that I do. Like, you know, get showered up and put my garden clothes on or not. It's a whole different conversation. Grab some coffee, get outside. And, you know, by then I wanted. What, you don't go, you go out in your garden with no clothes on? No. Um, well, oh. okay. Three times a day. Cause there is one time I, no, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so hot now, you know, you're going to come back in soaked. 
you know, and sticky by the time you get done. So the question is to shower or not shower before, but anyway, uh, grab a cup of coffee. That's the first thing that I do. So that's always in the morning. And I try to go out again before it gets dark. And I mean, so like, I kind of have to go out like an hour before it gets dark. So even when it starts to like the sun starts to settle down, like my eyes aren't so good. So I'm out there. Things are looking a little bit blurry. So I go out again around seven or seven thirty in the evening just to take a look at things one more time before I wrap up. And it's cooler for me at that part of the day. Um, now when it's harvest time, when I'm actually getting, you know, a plethora of harvest, I may go out for lunch, you know, and grab whatever I'm going to have. So that may be the third time or I guess, an additional yeah. time. How about you? So I go out in the mornings <clears throat> and all my stuff is automatic for watering for the most part. Mm-hmm. But I go out in the mornings and I check it. I check the status of each and every plant. Mm-hmm. You know, generally speaking, I have, you know, like right now my eggplants are giving me troubles. Mm-hmm. So I have um, baby grasshoppers that are eating them up. So I'm going out there and I'm doing a morning check, mm-hmm. a little bit of squishy, squish, squish, and I'm um, getting rid of those bad boys. And then, you know, just kind of, and it's a good time for me because I'm able to keep track of the progress. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I was doing bad today. Oh, I see new growth. Cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? So like, I always go back out in the afternoon because I do my harvesting in the evening. Okay. I generally, that's my favorite time is in the evening because it's usually, it's not dewy. Mm -hmm. And because a lot of things, you know, it's like my bush beans and stuff, they're real low to the ground and I got a bad back. So I'll sit down and harvest Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. so I can sit down and not get like soaking wet and stuff like that. And it's cooler. Uh, People are just generally out more. You can hear the sounds of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Now in the morning, I hear the sounds of nature more, so that's better. But um, that's when I harvest. And then in the middle of the day, sometimes I go out like right now, I go out because I have um, <clears throat> at the time of this recording, that is, I go out because I have small um, seedlings now that are out my winter squash and my cucumbers and they don't have really big roots. So a lot of times they'll get kind of wilty a little faster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I need to go out and check on them. But in the middle of the day, I try not to go out there too terribly much. Yeah. Um, and then all my, like I said, all my harvesting is in the afternoon, stuff like that. But my morning walks are fairly quick. Oh. And I mean, but I get a lot done in those morning walks. You know, oh, no, it, mine, it mine isn't quick at all. So I've been, I'm trying to retrain myself to just do the walk and then come back. But I'm, yeah. I'm like a kid in a candy store. Like I get distracted. I can. If I, I generally start in the backyard, um, and again, this is only year two, so I, you know, the front yard garden. So I start in the backyard and I can pretty much get through that, take a quick look, make a mental note. And I want to get to the front yard, you know, before all the traffic out there really picks up. And I kind of get lost in the front yard. Like, I think I'm still, it's still that honeymoon stage, you know, for me. Like, I'm still enamored by, you know, all that's going on there. So, I spend quite a bit of time and there are a lot of things I'm growing for the first time up there too. Um, so, you know, I'm checking on all of my melon plants and, you know, just looking at how cool and quickly they're growing from that night to that morning and all the tentacles. That's a garden and- design issue. That's a garden design I'm issue. I'm certain yep. I don't have issues. 
you heard it's it my here. garden or its design no so like my front yard no I, I joke i joke but my like my front yard for instance i put a lot of um my front yard is mostly flowers mm-hmm. a little bit of food not much but um everything i put up there is drought tolerant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i don't have to worry about watering it yeah, okay i don't have to worry about feeding it much i don't have to worry about insects all that much mm-hmm. You know, it's just basically to me, and I definitely get out there and I think you're going to kill me when you you hear this, but I generally walk that section of my garden probably three times a week, maybe four times a week. I'm not surprised because we don't talk about that section often. And so I kind of assume that, you know, it's new. Mm -hmm. It's very new. And I have issues there. Okay. So, and I know what the issues are and I just need to fix them. So it's like this year, it's kind of like, yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's more up there than last year. So it's better, Yeah, but it needs a little bit more, you know, yeah. it, needs, it needs a little bit. Our gardens right now are still in two different stages, you know, so my morning walk does require a, a bit more, excuse me, maintenance than yours probably does at this stage. I know that you're picking up on some of your fall plantings now. Um, How you know that? How you know that? You ain't in my garden. You don't know. Mm-mm. The satellites told me. <laughs> the satellites told me. It's told me it all. Um, but I wanted to go back. I don't look at every single plant. Like, I don't inspect every yeah. single plant. I do right now because of how many I'm growing, I think. Maybe before I did. Um, but I do kind of, um, there's certain plants that I look at very closely, and those are the ones I'm more concerned with. And then there are others that I kind of do a drive by. Like, I have a row of peppers, basically. And so I kind of look at them all, uh, you know, kind of just cursory glance at them. I'm not. You know, I'm lifting a few of them up, which is really what I should be doing, like moving them around, because that's how you get in trouble. You know, you look up later and it's a big hole out of something. Um, but these are just in the early stages. I'm seeing pepper buds and things of that nature, you know, again, at the time of this recording. Um, but I spend my time, you know, kind of looking and, and checking out things that are either getting close to harvest because I have some things like, you know, zucchini and there's some cucumbers that are coming in um, or things that it's like, oh, that's what that looks like when it grows. You know, so again, some of these things yeah. I've not grown, I'm doing cucumelons. I don't know if we talked about that, which I'm super excited well, about. You know, I'm just like, this is not anything like a cucumber as far as how it vines Yeah, I don't grows. touch every single plant, mm-hmm. but I definitely look at them. Yeah. And then when I see a problem, that's when I start every day. I put my hands on that plant yeah, and I yeah. check it. So it's like yesterday, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Day before, whatever. I went out and I had just planted some green beans a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago and they're starting to really come up and grow up the trellis. And they are in front. They are behind my tomatoes. <clears throat> so I noticed and I've never grown better boy tomatoes before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my wife was like, Oh, I want to get a slicer. And I was like, okay, well, we'll get you a slicer. And, um, this was, you know, of course she tells me when it starts to get warm, so I can't start seeds. So I was like, all right. So we got some better boys and we put them in and they're just taking over. But we did twice as many tomatoes this year as we did last year. So I didn't have enough tomato cages. Oh yeah. So I used bamboo steaks, Mm -hmm. which by the way, I'll never do that again. Never do it again. Um, but when they come up, 
they're I mean they're just taking over mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I had to go out there and like restake and tie up and move away from the green beans and kind of separate them and trim them yeah. And all that stuff. So, you know, all that stuff kind of happened. But I saw it happen in the morning. I said, this this afternoon, mm-hmm. this is when I'm going to come out and do it. Because plus the bugs are really bad here in the morning. Oh, okay. okay so yeah. it can be kind of painful. Yeah. But, um, you know, so it's just kind of like a good time for me to check and move. But I'm not one of those people that stay out in my garden all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. You know? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't, I don't think that's a good thing to be out in your garden all the time. No, I do. For me. It brings me joy, yeah. Well, my thing is, is if I'm ever out there, I feel like some things might not happen like they should. Like maybe you won't get as many pollinators because you're bothering them or something like that. So I kind of... I mean, it does create an itty bitty bit of like, I feel like I'm behind schedule, you know? And there's a little bit of that where it's like, it needs to be a little bit more lax, you know? Um, Because I'm really trying to mostly beat the heat in the morning. And the reality is it's a lost cause. Like between six and eight it's about the same bit of hot yeah, yeah. so uh, you know i i'll get up at 5 15 and it's like how am i just getting out of the house meaning out of the back door at 6 30 how did that happen you know and i feel yeah. like oh i could have gotten so much more done um and you know that's just that's being a little bit neurotic about the garden but i have those yeah. ways sometimes um but no for me it's um i think the um, you know, trying to, I won't say maintain, but trying to nudge my veggies in the right direction because I'm doing a lot of vertical gardening. And so with that, there's a bit of training is the word I was looking for that uh, you have to do. And so a lot of my work in the morning or sometimes in the evening when I go out is, you know, pulling a tomato stem or a cucumber stem or a melon vine, you know, into a particular way. Um, cause if you don't keep track of that stuff, you'll quickly lose that battle. So I do vertical gardening too, oh, but you still don't baby. So yeah, stuff? I'm doing, I'm doing my, um, winter squash vertical. Oh, okay. Okay. Vertical ish. Yeah. So I let it go up and then I let it go down. Okay. Well, you know what? You're a little bit ahead of me, so I'll take some pointers because I did, I'm doing spaghetti squash and, um, mm-hmm. butternut squash. Just like a plant. Yeah, a I do piece. a lot of butter. Yeah, just a plant. I do a lot of butternut. A plant. Of- I have one, two, three, four, five. Six. I have eight butternut squash plants. And I have it in one space. It's like actually not even in a raised bed. It's off one of the raised beds. I just have some bricks, you know, kind of separating it. Um, and I put tomato cages around it with the intention of like, this is how I'm going to corral it, you know, to grow vertically. But I'm going to be honest. I kind of already know that, you know, I'm going to let it do its thing. It's like two by four don't do that Uh, let it get it to go up so what i do is i spiral it around you know i'll weave it mm -hmm, and tuck mm -hmm. it and then move it up weave it and tuck it and then when it gets to the top if it still wants to grow then i let it grow down okay and then you've already saved you know four or five feet Uh of vine uh so So i've never grown either of those they don't grow like zucchini plants well, zucchini plants are vines. Okay, okay. So, so what's a, they're just more compact. Yeah, so what's a butternut squash plant like then? A vine. Okay. You just said they're both yeah, the same thing. Find, yeah, but it's more of an actual vine. Okay. So zucchini plants, are they're considered a vine. 
but they're not actually a vine. Yeah, they're, you, they're more. Yeah, they're more in that cluster of a plant, if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got you. Okay, but uh, but yeah, the, the um, butternut squash. Butternut yeah. squash okay. will be a. It is an actual vine, and it will get big. You know, big round and. The volunteer I have now, I want to say it's about 10 feet long Mm -hmm. and eight feet wide, maybe, maybe six feet wide. So if that gives you any kind of idea about how big it can get. I mean, it's a good space where if I need to put some other trellising system there, I could, you know, the space that it's in. So it's along a fence even. So we see, I mean, it's the first time I'm growing it. And, um, you know, it's just, again, my attempt to get something that another veggie that I can store um yeah easily store that's why i have eight plants mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i can have them you know yeah. more and more and more and because they go all winter yeah but if you go to the grocery store they're crazy expensive yeah so yeah one of the things i don't buy often because of that in particular so i'm yeah, looking forward exactly. to growing but them but now yeah. you'll eat it more yeah absolutely absolutely yeah they're they're great they're good grilled mm. i've i've had doggy i don't know if i've ever put them on the grill oh Sounds like a recipe of the day. So, anyway. <laughs> not for me. It's not because I'm fruit only, baby. I'm fruit all the time. So that's... But no, it's, um, it's interesting to watch them, you know, to go out there in the mornings and then even see the changes in the afternoon, you know? See, that's what I look at. So there's a part of me, I think, that goes out in the evening to kind of take a mental note. And then in the morning, I do observe changes. I'm growing tomatillos this year. And you talk about something that just like wild hogs man like it is i have it set up where it's doing pretty well but this thing grows i feel like an inch an hour or something you know so you know i'm not i've not done a good job at um you know capturing the moments we had talked about that being a priority you know doing a lot of photos i've just started taking some photos today to say okay let me let me see how this is going because in my mind i'm cataloging it all in my mind like wow you know, I remember what that plant looks like. I have a picture of that plant when I was hardening it off and look at it now. But I had to tell myself just as a side note, like your plants, your tomato plants have only been in the, the ground for two months. You know, easy. This is where they're supposed to be. Take it uh, easy, killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. Um, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> but that, yeah. So that next morning, the walk is supposed to be in part to observe the dif- difference in my plants from the day before. And that's super duper quick, easy, right? It's just a glance. Um, I get caught up with wanting to dive into the work, right? You know, so um, for me, especially because I've incorporated a bunch of containers, there is something to do each morning just based on the watering alone. Um, yeah, well, I, you know, other than the containers, what the hell are you doing in your garden that you got to work so damn hard? I didn't say I was working hard. I just, I mean, I just say I'd like to now, spend... you don't consider it hard, but she's like, I got to do the work. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, you know... What the hell you know, are you doing? Yeah, so right now I've been picking Japanese uh, beetles, you know, inspecting yeah. for those. Um, and they're, they're spreading, although the trap that you recommended, man... <sighs> suckers man they're falling forward hook line and sinker <laughs> so so wait for japanese beetles what are you doing for them? originally i was uh hand picking them and putting which is an awesome way to start yeah, and putting them into a bowl or a bucket of water um mm-hmm. 
because I didn't want to be squishing them. So, I, I mean, I guess, I, I think you can figure out if I put it in a bucket of water, what's going to happen. I don't want to go there again in this episode. Um, so, and then I started like my round of neem oil, which I've never used before because they were primarily on my flowers. And so, yeah. although I know that, you know, many people use it on their veggies too. And so I started that maybe a handful of days ago. And then you recommended this Japanese beetle trap. Um, which mm-hmm. I got and set up and I can already see them swarming. And I was concerned. I was poking around because I didn't want any other bugs to like, you know, kind of go in there and get trapped. And that's not, yeah, it's the scent of the Japanese beetle. Um, so I like squishing them. Yeah. Well. And double much. I like squishing them when they're humping. <laughs> well, that's what I like. I'm like, you know what? You go ahead and get it on because you picked the wrong time. I prefer to not disturb that groove. Uh, But you know what's crazy? You say that. Yeah, yeah. Because then you got like 100 more. Yeah. Well, I was going to say was I felt like, damn, there are a lot of them. I'm picking. I mean, I've got like 10 in a day or something like when I was hand picking them. Maybe not 10, maybe six or seven. And so I had the trap out and I saw another person report on this when they did a review of it. It's like, look at all of these after 15 minutes. And I was like. This trap is the business because I didn't realize how many were in my garden area. Because I noticed that they were in different places. They were in some flowers in the backyard. I started to see them there. They were starting to show up on my okra plants. There were a couple on the tomatillo. So they were making their way around the garden, you know. Clearly, there was some multiplying going on. So I think I got on top of it just in time, if you will. That's my hope, at least. But anyway. I'm I'm not on top of it, but I got, you know... I got, I got to get a trap too. Mine mm-hmm. got ruined last year, mm-hmm. but um, and the trap you can get at like Lowe's, Home Depot, mm-hmm. anything yeah, like, like that. It's, for me, it's I think pretty, it was like six pretty, bucks or something. It's pretty shabby, yeah. but it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's, it, it's not a high class trap no, no, if you know no, what no, I'm no. saying. No high guard design but, um, here. Yeah. Um, no, but they they are working their way around my like last year they decimated my green beans, mm-hmm. and I went out there today and I was like, son of a bitch, you ate a whole leaf. Yeah. So, but I, you know, once I got the trap, yeah, that was it, you know, and I was picking, I bet no less than 50 to 75 Japanese beetles a day. That's crazy. Yeah. Off of them. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so grab the coffee, do the walk, um, come back around, grab my water, um, can, I change out the water in my bird bath, um, while I have the motion, the kind of the sp- the little contraption that makes the water move so it's not still water. I still like to have fresh water for all of the creatures. Although by midday, that water is scalding me, and I don't think anyone's coming near it. <laughs> so I move no. out the water. Um, if there's something that I've planted, like just recently, um, I'll make sure that I sprinkle that a little bit more. I have a couple of small containers in my flower bed, and they need to be watered like almost every day. You know, and that's, we're talking about like, a minute or something. Um, but I am kind of looking at all of the plants in the, in this case this year, cause I've not had this problem with anything eating at the flower bed before. So I'm paying a little bit more attention to that. I come back into the yard, uh, cause the flower bed is on the outside of the yard. I come back into the yard and then I start checking on my flowers. So the containers I'm growing veggies in aren't so much the time suck. It's the containers I'm growing flowers in, you know? So Yeah. I don't even want to talk about uh-huh. it. So I'm dead. I'm deadheading, you know, petunias. It's our favorite, but it takes some work. 
Um, you don't have to deadhead petunias. Yeah, if you don't, they start to... Dr- this petunia brand that I have, variety that I have, if you don't... Which is? Um, I don't remember. I'll have to tell you later. It's not the wave no, petunia. Don't tell me later. I don't remember now. It's not the wave petunia, though. I think those are the ones you don't have to deadhead. Oh. Uh, so the ones I have, the, I, um, the smaller head face of the petunia, and you absolutely have to deadhead those. And then the other ones, I could let the leaf fall off, but... I'm deadheading it because I don't like the leaves to just look shriveled up until they fall off. I do. I do that too. Yeah. I kind of just stand there and pick yeah. a couple off. So, um, you know, so those baskets and that's kind of just a note for when you're buying things. I like the look at the look of them. Um, but there are a couple of baskets that I won't buy again just because they just, um, it just, it's too, too much maintenance for it. Like every day I should be able to skip a day basically and not worry about half of the plants, you know, the flowers are dead. Um, so anyway, I check those out. Um, and then that's when I'm coming around, like really kind of digging into the plants for the, um, you know, the front yard and the vegetables. Um, so, I mean, I could spend, to be quite frank, I could spend 30 minutes out there easily, you know, um, and that's just the front yard. And so the backyard is easier though, because right now, when you look at like all the tomatoes, I'm just doing a real glance to see what needs to be tied up. You know, are there any leaves drooping? Do I need to cut any leaves, prune it a little bit? Um, so that's the easiest thing for me to care for right now. Um, yeah. That's it. That's yeah, all. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all. But I mean, I have more flowers yeah. in the back in containers too. So there's that. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, the big thing about this is people think that gardening is just this crazy time consuming thing. And in reality, for me, it's not really that time consuming, you know, like I don't have to go out two times a day. Yeah, That's a good point. Yeah. You can do it all in one and just make it longer. Mm -hmm. But I personally enjoy going out there in the mornings. You know, it's kind of like my routine. get my dog and say, let's go. Mm -hmm. She'll, well, she doesn't like to get her feet wet because she's a priss. Mm-hmm. So she'd come out and walk with me and if she does, and then we'll just kind of glance, you know, maybe I'll pick a little something maybe. And, but otherwise, yeah, it's just real easy, easy going. Somebody trying to break in your house. No, it's the mail lady. Normally she just rings the doorbell once, but I, you know, um, she's been my mail lady since I've been here. So I'm thinking it, I offer her water all the time and I'm thinking maybe she wanted it. A bottle of water or something, you know. I mean, it's, it's, so now you're going to dehydrate your meal. Yeah, lady. right. It's getting hot out there. She rang the doorbell twice, so now I'm like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, give me some water. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If I'd have left it on the porch, but, it'd have been baking by now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, the garden walks are very important, and then just spending a day. So it's like, on the weekends, do you spend all day in your garden? No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. Well, and I, I mean, when I in the spring, I was spending hours and hours and hours because, again, I'm prepping the land, if you will. But now, right. like, no, I mean, no. if I wasn't filming anything, my time would be a lot more minimal, you know, because I have to separately spend some time with, OK, this is what I'm going to film like for uh, for videos or whatever. But the weekends. I'm going to say the morning routine is about the same um, Mm -hmm. because I basically, you know, uh, switch out one chore for another, you know, so some of the monitoring that I'm going to be doing 
is going to be swapped out with harvesting things in a while. You know what I'm saying? Because things will be, as my grandmother would say, like, you know, letting the, the garden run, run wild, right? Um, so I'm not worried about pinning things up so much because um, they're going to already have been, you know, latched on to that trellis. So, so yeah, but I mean... Well, so then that's one of my other garden that's multiple beds. Mm-hmm. The big ones in the woods, that's where the wild things grow. Oh. So yeah. I just let it run wild, basically. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Wait, what are you growing out you know, there? Th- Do we talk about this? Yeah, we've talked about it a hundred times, but I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Sweet potatoes, potatoes, green beans. Oh, okay. The way you said it like in the... Watermelons. Yeah. The way you describe strawberries. it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard this all before. I just don't really use that much effort and maintaining that one because the whole idea of that yeah. was like set it and forget it you know mm-hmm, what i mean and mm-hmm. i mean not forget it but it's just a lot less maintenance mm-hmm, yeah so yeah. now once my okra comes up back there then i'm gonna be back there every oh, day Oh goodness yeah i love okra i love growing okra but um but yeah and that's exactly a good great example i'm going to swap out something when i have to harvest luckily you can harvest okra really quickly but you're going to be harvesting a lot of it, you know, in the evening and the morning. Or not all day, but every yeah, day. Yeah, and and sometimes two times a day, depending on you know how many plants you have. Um, I if I can commit to one thing, it's going to be to grow less okra next year. <laughs> how many plants do you have this year? Oh, I know you're going to ask that. I think it somehow ended up being twelve. Oh my gosh! Crazy. I did eleven last year, and I did mean to do twelve this year, but you know what happened. I did, um, you well, you know, the whole, you know, um, the start fanatic that I was, the, you know, seed start. So I did, I have nine red okra plants and five green. So that's 14 altogether. Yeah. Now, if I'm lucky, because I did the, the red ones are in the front yard and those are designed to kind of be like in part ornamental. Um, so this is, this goes back to our discussion around like, edible gardening and all of that so i think it's going to be super cool when it grows but i planted them in a space and that's another thing i keep my eye on in the front yard where some of the flowers bushes that i have are shadowing them out so i don't think i'm gonna i don't think all nine of those plants are gonna thrive so we'll see yeah it's for me i only have i have two plants which is a hundred percent more than i plant every year because i always plant one but, um, <clears throat> you know, we're going to can a lot more of it this year, <laughs> so it's going to be a good thing. And, you know, and with something like okra, though, that's where your your walks really come in mm-hmm, handy, mm-hmm. your garden checks yeah. and your day in the garden. Yeah. So um, but I don't <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, I don't feel like I really spend all that much time in my garden working. Mm mm-hmm. After everything's planted, you know, and I don't consider harvesting working. Yeah, it's I and I enjoy that, but um, and it doesn't take long to do, generally speaking. Now, when the tomatoes come in and the cucumbers, it can be a lot, but um, you know, weeding. I usually go out there and weed a little bit here and there and stuff like that. And towards the middle of the summer or the end of the summer, I'm like whatever Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i get kind of tired but you know now that we're going to do the fall garden this year we're really going to push for it yeah um we're going to stay have to stay on top of it yeah i'm thinking about actually swapping my routine though doing a garden walk and letting it be a garden walk 
like any if there's a plant in trouble like you know a distressed plant yeah. then i'll take action but the last couple of evenings i've gone out and it's just been more pleasant if you will because the sun again is setting mm-hmm. it's been more pleasant in the evening so i may move to doing like the tying things up and all of that in the evening because right now or i guess up until the night before last my evening walk it's just been that it's just been like, you know, the cursory glance at everything. And that's what I really mm-hmm. want my morning walk to be, um, because I do want to spend less time like working in the garden in the morning. Um, just because, I mean, it's freaking hot, man. Like, <laughs> like you could you could feel yeah. you could feel the heat wearing on me during this podcast like somehow my house just got hotter than i expected it to be at this hour and uh i'm trying to power through it yeah and it's you know that's a safety concern too Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you know garden walks and garden checks and time in the garden all in all said i think i'm trying to think like my grandfather he had a big garden he didn't go to his garden like it wasn't at his house yeah that's he a really didn't good go point. every day yeah. so um he didn't go and so the people and like i know a lot of people that do uh community gardens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't go every yeah. day so yeah and that's like and the reality is like i've gone on vacation during the summer with a garden so like this is a part of you know, this year I'm here, right? Remember last year is the additional, like the doubling the garden space. Last year was the first year that I was working remotely completely. So I was in this space and available, you know, all throughout the day. So because it's something I enjoy so much, it's something that kind of calls me out there, Um, you know, but the reality is and people have successful gardens and don't spend any time in them every day. It's not required. I mean, I think there's some things obviously like okra, like we talked about, like good luck if you don't think you're gonna need to pick that every day (laughs) Um, but there are a bunch of vegetables that will do just fine on their own and you plant your garden based on that based on when you believe you're going to be out there in it too you know so right so uh so yeah no i mean that's a good point so i'm just thinking like gosh i'm just thinking like when that okra comes it's gonna be like and every because you know what you know why i have issues with it because i don't harvest it soon enough yeah yeah and it gets all tough and it's literally like hours difference yeah hours difference i've never seen a plant grow like that prolific as hell so here we go i i think that back in the day mm-hmm. when the dinosaurs were around mm-hmm. there was nothing but okra it just ruled the planet because it grows so prolifically. It could basically it. feed like the entire dinosaur community from right. dinosaur island to dinosaur island. I wonder how yeah. filling it is. Like how many okra pods would a dinosaur need to eat? Because what's prolific to you and I could be like just right or like just not enough. So we're was okra like the main course you know it's the big portion on your plate hell yeah and then everything else is kind of like a delicacy you know (laughs) well if you think about it i mean it grows like a tree Uh uh okay and and in all seriousness though the biggest animals in the world are vegetarians Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the biggest animals in the world and they all they do is eat that's it they just eat they don't hunt yeah they don't do anything. They just eat. Yeah. They just walk around and munch, rah, 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 you know, just constantly eating. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's the 
that's the, the the key to that. But it's just such a prolific plant. It's crazy. Unless you detest okra as a side, unless you detest it, I mean, put one plant in your garden. It's it's a beautiful thing to watch. So I wanted to go back to the garden walk. Is it's a classroom for me too. So I say this often, and I'll continue to say it. Maybe eh, I'm not going to do a count. Like I was trying to think of like the number of things that I'm growing that are new compared to the things I've grown, you know, for many seasons. Thing, if I've not grown it before, I'm interested in watching the progression of it. You know, so I'm looking and saying, oh, okay, that's what's forming there, right? That's what your brand new leaf looks like, right? So, you know, it's, uh, there's a, a school crazy. lesson. Uh, yeah. You're crazy. Absolutely, I am. I'm crazy for gardening. Yeah, totally, I do that. No, it's, I, I get it. And, you know, I, I like when you go out there and it's like all of a sudden it's like, boom. And you're like, damn what happened uh-huh, like uh-huh. you were just a little teeny thing and it seems like in no time it just kind of popped you know it's kind of like when the leaves come out in the spring mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's like mm-hmm. one day there's none and then all of a sudden it's like fully leafed out yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like damn yeah. that was fast yeah you so weren't paying that's, attention that's what though. i like i saw every leaf curl and expansion and no um no you didn't but, but that's again okay. this is that isn't a requirement of gardening. You can have a successful garden without doing all of that. But again, it's something that I enjoy. Um, I Because I enjoy being outside, I balance the idea of feeling like I need to be doing something in the garden versus just being out there. And that's still a challenge for me, to be quite frank. Like I feel like there's always something you could do in the garden, and somehow I'm always looking for that thing to do. And I'm still coming off of the full-on work mode of it into maintenance and relaxation i'm like as of this recording like in week one or going into week two of it so this is an adjusting period for me too no matter what size my garden is it's just the way i you know i'm wired yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's this will not be a therapy session this will not be a therapy session and no i'm not gonna let it happen i'm not gonna let it happen <laughs> it's you know it's it's one of those things so i'm trying to think like what do you think, like, so in your day in a garden, like, so let's say tomorrow, mm-hmm. what project do you have to do? Um, tomorrow, I don't have any projects. Um, it's been. Well, that was a dud. Yeah, right. I don't, well, <laughs> I'm actually, well, I have projects to do, but I'm just not going to do them. Like, I have a couple of things I want to do, but it's just, it's not worth it in this heat for me. So I'm just putting it off, I guess, until December. Um but tomorrow I am going to check on my uh, Japanese beetle trap because I'm like, I'm kind of, it's kind of cool, man. Like it, it's kind of icky, but it's kind of cool too. Um, no, man, I'm at water and I'm, I'm, I'm starting to slowly convert and, you know, think about watering in a different way because I am spending a lot. That, that's basically, I spend the most time doing that. Uh, I'm not ready yet, but yes, I'm thinking do. about it. Yes, you yeah. do. And for years, it's, it's been a part of me connecting with the garden. But I think we've reached the point of diminished returns. We've reached the point where I have too much uh, space to water and to keep watered. Um, right. Where you look up, right? Unless I come out there and just do that, maybe that's what I'll do the next time I have to water. 
don't do anything else and just water and see how long that takes me because I'm folding it all in and that's where it feels like oh, this just takes a long time. It takes you it takes you about an hour to water. Yeah. Now don't even talk about fertilizing. Good gosh. You know, having it. No, but I know that it takes you an hour to work because I've talked to you while you water yeah, before. Yeah, this is, yeah. And it does take you. And I mean, you, you're you not like stopping to talk. Mm-hmm, you are. Cons- mm-hmm. I can hear the water mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Thanks for you that. Know, I won't I, do that test anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to do mm-hmm. that test. You just need. And I mean, you do what you want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I just feel like when I went to an automated watering, which I kind of always have done, mm-hmm. to be honest, is like the first thing I did. I was like, I got to figure out mm-hmm. how to do this with, without me being here. Yeah. And I've always been able to spend that time enjoying the garden, my garden more. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't wear me out as much. And I think that's the thing, you know, the older you get, you know, I'm not that old, but the older you get, you do, you know, things start to wear mm-hmm, on you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, I don't want to spend my time out there watering. Yeah. I want to spend my time out there enjoying. Yeah. And I am fully aware everybody that the way I water is not the optimum way to water. Overhead water. Fully aware yeah. of it. And I'm working on a different method. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that I'm going to do a, um, a rain barrel mm-hmm. and hook up a pump to it. Okay. So, but the problem is, is like, you know, if you get a 55 gallon rain barrel, that might get through the whole garden and then I got to wait for it to rain again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the issue. But I will say this, I have, um, you know, I dusted off my containers this year and I put flowers on my porch mm-hmm. and they're killing me. Oh, is it? They're killing is there me. no shade on the porch at all? No. Okay. Yeah. What shade is in what shade there is the plants that need to go in the shade go mm-hmm. in the shade. Mm-hmm. But what plants need full sun? Yeah. They're in full sun. So um, and the, the kicker is they're right next to the um, rain barrel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that being said, I think that is a candidate for a pump. Yeah. Well, you I know um, what I mean because. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was, it's something different. I was just gonna say because instead of me out there filling up this little watering can uh-huh. and walking up on the porch and filling it, and you know, it's just so damn hot yeah. that I'm like, I could just turn it on and still water and be present, but just enjoy it a little bit more. Not to mention, I could water the other stuff that's right below it that I don't dare water because I'm like, it's so damn hot. I'm not trying to do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's one of those things. And I know it's like, oh, he's just complaining about the heat, complaining about the heat. But, dude, it gets it gets brutal. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just uncomfortable. And it's one of those things that's either like I need to either be out there. And if I go out there and I'm like, OK, I'm going to go weed. I'm going to go water and I'm going to go pick and I'm going to go tie up my tomato. Then I'm fine being out there. But mm-hmm. if it's like, oh, shit, I got to go out there and water real quick. And then you go out there and. You're sitting out there sweating your ass mm-hmm. off and you're only going to be out there for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And it's, you know, it's like, damn, man, that's, you just that's the reason everything. why there's the question about to shower or not before you go out there. Right. You know? Um, yeah. so I, I am a firm believer in, you know, you can continue to do it until it doesn't bring you joy anymore. Right. You know, so there is, we've talked about how there's a functional part. You're very much a functional gardener, you know, and most people to a big degree are right. We're growing food. Right. Um, and there also though, is the joy that I get that you laugh at me about when it comes to certain things in the garden. Um, but once it gets to a point where it becomes like, 
like you said, like what's all of this work you're doing? Like when it really feels like work or a hindrance maybe is the way I would describe it. Like that's when you need to try something different. And I think that I'm like coming up closely, if not this season, like next season is probably going to be the straw when it comes to the hand watering. Um, I don't want to water overhead just based on like, you know, everything getting so saturated, but I may need to incorporate that into one or both of the beds in between time. Um, well, let me ask you a question. I've been overhead watering for 10 years. And I think that's a part of your problem. <laughs> what's, what's wrong? Though? <laughs> well, you talk about you know, mean, the, powder, the powdery, powdery mildew often. I take that back. I take that back. I did two years where I watered with a soaker hose mm-hmm. and I still got powdery mildew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Never once put a sprinkler on it. Never for two years and still got powdery okay. mildew. So what's it hurting? Yeah. Maybe it's not hurting You know hurting what I mean? Anything. I do know. I do know that it is a waste of water. Mm-hmm. That it does waste water. I'm very aware of that. And that is the only reason why I want to change my method. Mm-hmm. The one and only reason yeah. is just simply because it is wasteful. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, it's like, I'm trying to figure out. So first of all, so basically I wish I could go back and change the intro because this is like a garden update with garden walking in it. No, or gar- it's a day not a garden, garden update. You know how many things I have on my garden update list? We haven't even scratched the surface. You know? <laughs> but uh, we're probably going to label it that because we haven't done one in a while. But I haven't, um, you know, if I expand my garden then and i'm not sold on it yet i'm 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 seriously torn about it mm-hmm. but my watering method might have to change mm-hmm. but if i do soaker hoses like i did it before and i had them like going out over and then i'd like cut regular hose and spliced it together so it go to the next one yeah and all that stuff that's too complex for my garden mind that's the reason why i've like shied away well, from see, it well see and i mean but the thing is is once you set it up yeah, once yeah, you're good agree, right yeah so, you know, there's multiple ways to look at it. And I'm like, okay, well, if I do it this time, like I'm going to do the same thing, but then I'm going to bury the hose mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you don't see it and trip over yeah. it and all that stuff. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm not, <clears throat> I don't know what I want to do yet. You know, it's just the way, like if I had a big patch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then that, and that is something else that I'm considering too, is taking one foot on the side. So, you know how I have like a box. Mm-hmm. I have a four rate box and then I have another four rate box yeah. and then I have another four rate box. Then I have another four rate yeah. box. Well, I'm thinking of taking it and cutting the last foot off of each one uh-huh. and then building a little mini two foot um, oh, connector. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. You're going through all of, the, all of them except for one. No, I'm not tracking, but it's okay. Someone is. Well, you know how they're like separate boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm just connecting them mm-hmm. with the hose by one foot. Yeah. No, by with a piece of making wood, making another little, yeah, with a piece of wood uh-huh. and making like a little expansion for each uh-huh. one, and then I can run that hose through and I put like a flower there or something. Oh, you know? okay, I gotcha, gotcha. So I'm toying with that idea because that eliminates like all that stuff. But then it's like, damn, now I'm gonna take my garden bed mm-hmm, apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think if I I had to do it over again, especially even the front yard, if I had to do it over again, maybe I would have like, that's, I I would like to bury the hoses. And and maybe this is more of a spring project before, well, we won't even get into that because I'm supposed to be planting in the spring. So we'll just put that on the to be determined list if I'm going to change that method. But getting back around to, you know, the day in the garden, 
excuse me, it's definitely a thing I do. I'm watering something every day now, right? Um, And it's something that I am still generally enjoying. But like you said, I mean, like maybe that was a short day. It took me an hour. Um, That's an hour that I could spend doing something else. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's the bottom line. Now, it is multitasking, you know. I am doing other things, but I'm sure that I'm doing them slower. Or even I'm watering slower. So you know slower, what I do? You know, because I'm doing other for things. For my 45... <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry for interrupting that's you. That's okay. Do you know what I do for the 45 minutes after I walk through that you don't do? Or, you know, I know you wouldn't do this exact thing, uh-huh. but I take my guitar and I sit out in my guitar and I play my guitar for 45 minutes in my garden every day. And that's me enjoying that space. Yeah. But meanwhile, you're watering... My watering's done and I'm kicking it. You're just being a nasty co-host, aren't you? (laughs) I'm just being nasty. Nasty. I could have learned to play the guitar during this pandemic instead of watering my garden. No, no. You did. I'm right. (laughs) No, I mean, I was learning before, but I mean, I just sitting out, you know, what I'm saying is instead of doing that, Oh, if you automate it somehow, yeah. then you can be doing something else in the garden. I overstand. I definitely get it. Um, and I just, I'm giving myself a little bit of slack on one hand. Um, Why? Because you I can. You don't deserve any slack. I absolutely can. Well, I actually, I have two parts of this. I'm giving myself a little bit of slack because um, this is the first absolute, no, that's not true. This is the second full season where I've had both of these garden areas. Now the, you know, Girl, you should have thought of this was I knew I was going to have these garden areas. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've looked into this and researched this enough to know that this would increase my workload, if you will, which it has. Um, I think it could also just be like the, the heat is talking to me quite literally. You know, it's um, it's hard to get out in the morning before it gets uncomfortable. And to think that mm-hmm. I'm kind of standing in one place holding a hose you know, like by the time I get, because I normally start in the front yard with watering. By the time I get in the backyard, I'm literally sitting on my milk crate watering. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and that is what it is, you know. And it's cool to be able to, to sit and chill. But by then I'm ready to go inside and have another cup of coffee in the cool air, you know, before I may, maybe head back outside just to sit and chill. So. I want that 45 minute guitar time, man. That's what I want. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a lot though. That's, that's exhausting. Mm. I mean, it makes me tired thinking Mm, about it. Or I can just, maybe I'll just, I'll talk to you every 45 minutes when I'm, uh, for those 45 minutes. Cause you know, we could feel. If you talk to me, I'm going to be like, (laughs) Patavia, you need to be done. (laughs) You need to be done. One to two inches a week. That's all it needs. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I water every other day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every other day. So yeah, and you're going out there every day, yeah, right? Yeah, p- primarily because of the pots. I'm not watering the entire like the garden beds every day, but the containers and the pots, you know. Um, so yeah, there's some that I have that are like, you know, I don't know, six inches or something, and they're the cutest little thing. It's very decorative, and I love them, but. Every year, this is the third or fourth year I've planted in them. Every year I say, damn it. You know, like someone's going to have to come to my house and take them away from me, though. And I I can't, you know, I can't give them away because I'm not built that way. (laughs) They're the cutest thing. Uh, I'll show you a picture of them. Um, But 
they dry out every single day. Every single yeah, day. That's how mine you are. Know, so. And it's pissing me off. <laughs> I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah, I hear I'm you. I'm done I with hear it. You. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. I'm not doing any more teeny pots. But I think one of the things, though, we can take away from the day in the garden, if you kind of look at it, is like this is also a time in garden walks, a time where you can figure out what adjustments you need to make. What do you want to do versus not want to do? You know what I'm saying? Um, so even if I wasn't <clears throat> spending an hour watering every couple of days, right? Uh, I still may, I still would probably need to look into, you know, automating the watering. And this is just getting me there sooner. <laughs> you know, you hear me trying to talk myself into there's value in me wasting 45 more minutes every day. <laughs> Well, I mean, are you enjoying it? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, still. Okay, then don't change the it. The last 15 minutes, it's the reverse of the first 45 minutes, I'm good with it. The last 15 minutes, I'm like, come on, God, where are then you with a, the rain, you know? Then why don't you do this? Why don't you water the front one day, the back another day? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have pots everywhere, but yeah, remember. No, I mean, I'm saying like your main gardens, like But that's what I'm saying. I'm not watering the main gardens every day. Because, I mean, again, it's, it's it's not that hot here where I need to water it every day. But there, so this is actually the, do I consider a different design next year? I think it's just a volume issue, though, because it's not like I live on acres or anything. The garden is a hot skipping away from the front yard and the backyard. Um, it's just yeah. I'm transitioning. Remember, I'm a whole different gardener when I'm in the front yard because there's a lot more uh, conversation, passersby, you know. I'm still so shocked by how great everything's turning out. And the backyard is much more functional, you know. So it's kind of like, all right, I'm wrapping up for the morning. And it's just that whole thing. And again, I'm only like two weeks into this new part of it. So I'm going to give, I'm giving myself a break. Didn't I give myself a break? Like no. t- 10 minutes ago, you didn't let me. I'm taking no. it now, taking that break. It's all I good. I told you you can't have a break. It's all good. Well, you've questioned secretly my watering methods from the very beginning or openly. No, no, yeah, you have, you've questioned mine. Yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't really. That's all good. You have, you've poo pooed mine. But look, seriously, and I mean, I think the trick is, is don't overwater. You know what I mean? Like, that's the trick, is just don't overwater your garden. Yeah. You know, be aware of what you're doing. You know, it's like, I have it figured out, like, when my sprinkler runs, how long it's running Mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know when people are listening to this, they're like, he overhead waters. Everybody says don't. But, dude, when it rains, how does the water get Absolutely, there? Absolutely, you're right. Yeah, you've, you've, so before, you've said that in particular to so, me before, yeah. So before, we had soaker hoses and everything else, and plants grew. How do they grow? How do they get watered? I'm doing my, right little, yeah, I'm doing my little fingers, which are raindrops. Yep. So, I mean, if you think about it that way, then... Yeah, you're on to something. Gosh, you just, in, you just invented a new method to watering. Look at that. No, I <laughs> no, I reintroduced a new method. It's the remix, yeah. Um, I'd be curious, though, too. I, uh, this is the episode where I ask people to do something, mm-hmm. but let us know how you water. Yeah. You know, what, is, what are your methods that you use? Um, I'm, I'm really curious mm-hmm. about 
what different people do, you know, do you hand water or, I mean, you don't have to do You just say overhead mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. underneath or, you know, whatever, but but ta- you, know, you could say Batavia's put, method, Ben's method, something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could say the right method or the bad or method, method and then we'll let yeah. you decide which way it is. <laughs> you, know, you have the power. You know how I'm going to interpret all of them. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, but I, it's a, I think even beyond watering. So we've narrowed down that that's where I'm spending a quite a bit of time because luckily and fortunately, I generally, if I stay on my garden, I don't have a lot of trouble with weeds. Um, now I've had years where I've come to the garden area pretty late and yeah, again, it's, it's been a jungle out there. Um, but these last handful of years, I've done a pretty good job. Um, other than, you know, kind of the garden, there's some weeding that I do for aesthetics, you know, like on the sides of the house or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I, I feel like I don't, I don't spend a, really much time at all i pull a weed here or there my flower bed you know at this point i just don't even want to cr- crawl in there to get to it so if a blade of grass is growing up in it just let it be you know it's not gonna hurt anything yeah um well i mean you have to think about for me my three years ago my house was in the straight up forest oh oh i didn't realize this yeah my house is only like my property is only three years old okay. so three years ago it was straight up forest yeah yeah and then they carved us out and we're surrounded. So it's like this uphill battle. And that's why I'm not like freaking mm-hmm, out about mm-hmm. it. Cause I'm like, yeah, of course it's going to take time. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, we're not supposed to be in this spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So intruder, you know, intruder, then, intruder. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so as we go forward, you know, that's where I'm going through and I'm trying to weed constantly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit here, a little bit there and yeah. just stay on top of it. And so next year, the plan is with other kinds of plants and stuff like that, we can fill up those spaces and shade out mm-hmm, all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we're going to do a pretty dense, um, pretty dense planting next year in some of these spots yeah. because we're really like, I'm like, okay, I've got this little bed here that it's kind of doing its thing. And then I've got this other spot here and it's like an extension of the garden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and just move forward with it. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, then there's this other, damn it, my alarm's going mm-hmm. off, hold on. Pick up your kid that's not at the school bus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would think I would turn it off. No, it's not good. So for um, for the watering, I think we've beat that to death. And Ben's going to come back and talk more about watering. Um, but for me, I think it, the focus really has to be. Okay. It will never come on again. I was filling the, the space. I was just saying we talked to death watering. I want to move on. Um, but I think that when it comes to the day that you spend in the garden, um, while there is some real legitimate work to do, I think you really want to make sure that um, you're finding a way to enjoy that time you're spending there. Um, because, yeah. you know, after growing food, it should be it. If it's going to mean something else to you, which it doesn't have to, but if it is, you want it to be, you know, peace, joy, you know, not dread. So, make- well, that's exactly why we went to flowers <laughs> because we wanted to find that extra, yeah, you know, reason to be out there and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, that's actually. And I mean, as much as. You can sit there and look at vegetables. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, um, one of the things I make sure I, I do, there's some flowers again that I really like, so I, I'm okay with spending the time deadheading, but there are other flowers that I'm pretty particular about. And I, 
I'll do a search to make sure that they don't, they aren't high maintenance in that sense, because it's important. I'm, I'm missing something when I don't have color in the garden. And I'm speaking broadly when I say right. the garden, like on my property. Um, and flowers do that for me. You know, we're not going to get into what flowers really do for me, but uh, flowers do that for me. No, and we so, shouldn't. It might be kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the it's important for me to have those things planted. And that requires a little bit more work and upkeep for me. But it's worth it. We're, well, this is morning, I think we were talking and I was just like, this I have a beautiful arrangement that I put together um, for a did I plant it all up in there? I'm trying to think. Of, I think I feel that um, I do some a thing with containers where sometimes I don't fill the entire container with uh, dirt. I'll just like even put another cover pot, like put a pot inside of a pot because um, some of them are very decorative and it's just a lot of money. But I think I did fill that entirely with dirt. But anyway. I looked at it and said, you're too pretty, my dear, to be over here in this corner, you know, and I was trying to figure out where could I show this thing off in my own garden, right? Then I got closer to the house and I'm like, I can see it off in the distance and it's perfect. But anyway, um, it really kind of ties into finding the things that bring you joy that you like and amplifying those and making tweaks as you can to the things that don't you don't like weeding so you guys did some extra mulching this year to try to combat some of that right did it eliminate it no but you're spending less time weeding right you know in six years maybe i won't enjoy watering by hand and i'll move on to an automated system with watering you know there you have it. <laughs> well, we're definitely spending a lot less time weeding this year, and it's been much more enjoyable. Yeah. It's taken the load off completely. Yeah, that's good. Now, that being said, mulching I don't think is necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that all the benefits that you read about it, from what I can tell, because remember, I've never really mulched, mm-hmm. is basically true. Um, you know, the water is retained more. There, um, The soil is cooler and the weeding is less so that is a good thing now that being said the choice that i made for the wood chips Mm -hmm. (sighs) i don't know yeah Yeah, you know it's but i feel like it it lays down such a thick mat that the light can't get through Mm -hmm. that it's actually a good thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but mixing it in to get it you know if I want to add to like, so this year, like I really need to add to my garden. I need to add manure into it and stuff. Compost. It's going to be a pain, Yeah. but I think I'm cool with it. And I'm going to put straight up like chicken manure in it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the winter time and just let it sit and cook all winter. So one of the things that it does for me mulching in the spring though, is it beats back those weeds that grow before I get out to grow, to plant my garden. You know, so it's a benefit, yeah. but I, I'm going to have that same tr- trouble when it comes to amending my garden beds, which um, all of them besides one is covered with or two are covered with wood chips. And that's just because I'm starting some yeah. things new and I've learned my lesson, you know, uh, with the roly polies. And I want to wait until the veggies are a bit more mature before I cover it. But by the end of the season, the bed's going to be covered with wood chips as well. Um, so, I mean, again, it's. So- do you add every year wood chips or this is like only my third yeah. or fourth year using wood chips for mulch and the answer is yes yeah you add mm-hmm. every year see i'm not gonna add next yeah. year i'm not gonna do mm-hmm. that i'm just gonna 
I'm going to work with it. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think what I'll do is I'll just kind of feed into it a little yeah. bit, like move a little bit, put it in there and then kind of get my hands underneath wow. there and really work it, you know, stick it in there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just get move it, it around. Yeah. yeah I hear you. Yeah, you're rocking and rolling. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I feel like over time it'll all work itself yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's know, not it's something not that I'm, science. yeah, it's not something that I'm stressed about. I'll deal with it when I deal with it. You know, um, I do like, um, you know, the idea and doing it prepping that beer before the garden seasons up um so yeah we'll see i mean it'll be fine that'll be a different day in the garden when that comes exactly mm-hmm. and there's different things to do in different days yeah, so yeah. you know different phases throughout the year so you know everybody knows spring mm-hmm. so we won't even talk about spring mm-hmm. but summertime you know i think it's a lot of weeding a lot of you know pest controls yeah. stuff like that and then fall comes around and then you have the same thing basically as spring where you're kind of getting started, mm-hmm, getting going. Mm-hmm. But then in the middle of fall, you kind of have you you're you're back to your summer mode. You know what I mean? And then as it gets colder and it goes to sleep, like if you're lucky enough and you live in an area like I do where a lot of things will continue. It can go either way. They can continue to grow or they can die. Yeah, yeah. But if they do, well, your pests aren't going to be as bad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and your weeds yeah, I take that back. My weeds were actually, my weeds were really bad last winter. I just, and the thing is, I'm stupid. I just sat there and like watch them go like, yeah, I'll get them in the spring. Here we go. And next thing you know, I'm like, oh shit, they're really, <laughs> really bad. Back you with know, the these things are yeah. gangster. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just, it's, you know, each season is different. Yeah. So tell me in your, like the lowest of low key garden days, right? Like what's the average time you spend you know during that week working in the garden not not working? yeah not playing your guitar or anything you know but not relaxing or enjoying no, it just yeah, working yeah. in it in all honesty right now i probably work in my garden maybe two hours a week mm-hmm. that's it but you it's have like to maybe remember, twenty minutes a day if you broke it down. Maybe, mm-hmm. but you have to remember in the spring there was four or five hours yeah. a day yeah. getting it ready. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a big difference there. And in, in the winter time, because I was doing the little makeover deal mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. you know, I think that was a as a big difference. Yeah. So, yeah, I think September for me is probably going to be a. Uh, slower month that's been my experience before again there's more to grow and harvest now but um, and once you get to that point I'm gonna say if I fold in the containers maybe 15 minutes a day you know so whatever that is um, and that could yeah. be a couple of minutes in the morning and a couple of minutes in the evening. And again, that's the low, you know, so that's the ask. Um, there could be times between now and then that I still spend an hour a day, depending on the day, you know. So clearly water days, yeah. you know, equal an hour. But <laughs> but what's the key takeaway here? Um, for me, and I've, I've, I think I've said it and I want to continue to say it. The key takeaway for me is do what works for you until it doesn't work for you. Yeah, I think for me, um, and you totally missed the mark of what I was trying to get you to That's do. That's fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, having a garden as a whole doesn't really take that much extra time out of your hands. It doesn't have to. And I th- 
It doesn't have to. And I think we're actually, you know, some of the gardeners that I follow that are new this year, I think I'm really starting to see that too, Mm -hmm. because they're not, and they're like in, in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're like, I'm going to grow some damn food, you know, but they're not constantly out there working or anything like that. You know, I mean, I think that they're out there kind of watching and waiting for something to pick and stuff like that. But I can tell that some of them, and it's great that they're not out there like mm-hmm. constantly, mm-hmm. you know, but then there's those times when you get those Japanese beetles mm-hmm. or when I had those grasshoppers where it's like, okay, I got to go out in the morning. Mm-hmm. I might even go out in the afternoon yeah. and then go out in the evening. Cause you will get on top of them yeah. that way. Yeah. And then those are, there are those days, but it takes me five minutes. You know, mm-hmm. I look, I'm saying, okay, there's nothing there. And I walk yep. away, you mm-hmm. know, there's no point. And, but then when there's there, you know, sometimes I'm chasing them around the garden. I'm like, you little bastard, <laughs> you are not getting away. <laughs> Because when they're little, the grasshopper is little, they can't fly. Oh, okay, okay. They can only jump. Yeah. So that's why you got to get uh-huh, them, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Get it while the getting's good. I like your takeaway. Let yeah. me re-answer. Let me re-answer. I, Ask me again. No, I'm not going to re-answer. No, no take backs. No take backs. <laughs> no take backs. But I think it's important, too, because, you know, the, the common misconceptions, it takes so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it takes mm-hmm. so long to work in a mm-hmm. garden. That's just, I don't see that as the well, case. Well, I mean, I think that part of the things that you've asked me about when it comes to my garden, I, and I'm hoping that came across, um, the time I'm spending, it's really, it's, it's you know, I choose to race. Now, it's a old Seinfeld rep, uh, reference. I choose to spend that time, right? You know, there are yes. a bunch of things that I could do to cut back the time that I spend in the garden, you know, um, and I choose to spend my time, especially at this time, you know, this point in the year, this point with what's going on in the society, it's kind of like, well, yeah, you know, but I also spent seven hours lounging on my, you know, back deck this past Sunday, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. um, and it's nice to be able to look out at what, you know, I've been growing. So it's all good. I don't have any dead flowers. So all that watering is, uh, <laughs> is yeah, I mean, out. you know, but in the spring, there was definitely some days where I was spending eight hours a day. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, not many, but there was a couple eight hour days out there where I was like, okay. And that was my own doing yeah, though. Yeah. That's because I was like, I'm going to go get mulch. Mm-hmm, I'm going to mm-hmm. put mulch in. Okay. Now I'm going to put edgers down. Okay. Now I want to build this path. Okay. Now I want to film this video. Mm-hmm. And I want to film this video and that video. And what I did is I spread it out and I did a whole bunch of stuff this year. I changed a lot of things and some things aren't doing as well. You know, like my shade garden needs a bad weeding, Mm -hmm. bad. So what we're going to do is we're going to just kind of do what we've been doing is we're going to weed it, weed it, weed it. And then next year we're going to plant tighter Mm -hmm. and then mulch around it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then hopefully that will help. But, you know, until that time comes... We're just trying to stay on top of it. So, you know, some things work, some things don't. Yeah. And it's don't be discouraged about it. Just try and use those times. And, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I sit around eight hours a day lounging on my back deck. And it's like because you earn mm-hmm, that eight hours. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and you and I both know you're not lounging for eight hours on the deck. No, but. I totally was. I slept for an hour and a half. I like it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man, it was a good time. I, it was very. So you got you got six and a half more hours to go. 
and I chill, man. I was very intentional. Sunday was supposed to be the day where I did nothing. I was very intentional. Oh, okay. So you took a, yeah, you took a day. I absolutely took a day yeah. off of like everything, you know? So that was very much a part of my plan. And at some point it was like, all right, I went in because the sun found me. You know, most times that's that area is pretty, you know, shade y. Right. Um, and so, so yeah, that was it. But I mean, I think that um, if I have to change anything about going into next season that I know now, which is a little bit off topic, but to change what my days are like in the garden, I'm going to do a better job at what I really need to do between winter and spring. Meaning, like, I'm, I'm looking back and trying to figure out what did I spend so much time doing this spring you know like there wasn't a huge expansion year i added one bed you know like i'm trying to go back like what took me so long to get to the point of a go for planting like i was spending hours and hours like you're talking about in the garden too like what in the hell was i doing you know so um i'm gonna be more deliberate and like getting to the go getting to the start line you know well you know and for you like winter is different because it freezes over completely Yeah, yeah So your your work really needs to go into the fall, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, you can do. Your, I thought your I cleanup. did that last year, but clearly it felt like this year. You weren't on the podcast yet, so you oh, didn't. Well, obviously not. I didn't even know what that meant last year. Um, I do think <laughs> that there was some general like garden cleanup that I didn't do. Like I prepped half of the beds. Remember I said I prepped the front yard beds, didn't prep the backyard beds. And then I didn't do cleanup, meaning like dumping pots that I wanted to dump, picking up all the buckets, moving the milk crates. Like by the time that it started to get cold, I was tapping out. So I think really getting the garden ready to be plant ready or planting ready for next spring is going to be my, my task for this fall. Yeah, I um, last year I remember I, I just kind of was like I'm done, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. It wore me out. Like I was fighting these grasshoppers yeah. and Japanese beetles, and I harvested like five pounds of um, green beans a day, mm. and it was just you know it was just like constant, constant, constant. And then by the time I was just like I'm done, and I literally just was like I walked away. Yeah. And then when I decided, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this YouTube thing. Uh-huh. This is a good platform for me. Like I got it. And then I was like, I'm going to do a cleanup. And I remember I was filming that episode, the cleanup episode. And I looked at it. I was like, shit, you sorry bastard. You set yourself up for so much work. Mm -hmm, And I just spent mm -hmm. like the whole day just like picking up trash and stuff. And I mean, we, you know, we have windstorms and stuff like that come through, but in the wintertime, you don't stay on top of it. And it's, I can't yeah. do that. I got to get out there and stay on top of it. And I got to go out there and pull a weed. You know what I mean? Because we'll go and it won't even freeze here. It'll be cold, but it won't necessarily freeze. Or cover the bed. I need to stay yeah. I've weeded. Yeah. I'm not going to cover the bed. Yeah. But. I've weeded the bed number 13, like three different times this season. And it's not even half planted. You know, so that's an example of like, um, although the weather is still chilly, we're still in the 30 degree, you know, Fahrenheit range. But you know how, you know, some of these weeds will come back and say, I'm okay with it being cold. Let me hang out for a while. Dude, mine love it. You saw my garden. uh I mean, uh you watched those videos. There was a lot of like vibrant green. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so that basically leads to work. Now, this year I won't have as much trouble 
Because again, I'm going to leave those beds covered. When I say covered, I mean like covered with wood chips, you know, so that's going to gain something. Um, so the one thing I didn't do going into, um, 20 coming from 2019 going into 2020 I didn't organize which is this is a whole different episode now I didn't organize my garage where I store most of my things coming out of the end of last season so that's another reason why the backyard was a bit of a mess and the garage was a bit of a mess so it took me a while to like even go through figuring out the shit that I had in there um, so, and it's, that is a lot because it's that weird period of it's sometimes too hot to get in there to try to do it. And then by the time it gets cool enough, again, I'm almost at that point of tapping out, you know? Um, so we'll figure it out. I think those are two things that I'm promising myself. Well, and you know, the, one of the things too is you accumulated a lot of shit when you garden. Yeah. Well, generally you know, I'm a, you wait, s- generally I'm a shit accumulator so that's it <laughs> it's not you though it's not just you it's like you get this and that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no i'm gonna save this and repurpose that and all that and i've really been trying to be like you know it's like i save all the plastic pots when i buy yeah. stuff and i'm like okay i don't need the big ones now the seed the seedling trays and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah i'll save those but the big ones like you gotta part with them man mm-hmm. you know where it's like oh i got this little box i can use that it's like no you gotta part yeah, with it yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta get rid yeah. of it just let go of the <laughs> damn thing and you know i'm talking to you out there because we're all the same way uh, uh-huh. absolutely absolutely every one of us if you're listening to this podcast you have definitely done this <laughs> and I'm trying to be more of a minimalistic gardener, mm. you know, as much as I can just be like, I don't need that much. Yeah. I'm good. I got this. You know what I'm saying? Like we're cool. Yeah. So it's, it's tough, man, but that's been one thing I've been working on. So, um, but guess what? It's, we've been talking about this a long time and it's time <gasps> for the recipe of the day. And it's going to be fruit. You liked that hard transition, didn't you? That was like a, a sharp right turn, right? Like- it was. It was. But I looked at it and I was like, oh, we've been going for a minute. <laughs> All right. So this is coming out in August-ish. So apple season's coming. <clears throat> it's not here. You got time. Mm-hmm. Don't freak out, everybody. <laughs> okay. But I got to give you this recipe so I make sure that you have it for when they're here. Um, you take your apples and you're going to dice them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're going to dice them about an inch to a half inch. And you're going to get a pan. And you're going to preheat your pan to... I cook everything on medium high. I cook no, no less, no more. So you can just take it or leave it, adjust it as needed. Put your apples in there. And then get um, some blueberries maybe or some other kind of berry. I like blueberries personally. And throw those in the pan and cook them down. Mm-hmm. And I just add a little bit of water. And I cook them down, cook them down. And then I put cinnamon in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice layer of cinnamon nice layer mm-hmm, of cinnamon mm-hmm. okay um i'm personally allergic to nutmeg okay well, so like when we make pumpkin pies and stuff like that we don't use that we use a little bit of ginger instead same taste mm-hmm, mm-hmm. same taste 
put that in there and just cook it down. It'll get nice and mushy, but you don't want it to be like the consistency of, let's say like a pudding or something like that. You know, you want it to be nice and soft and then it'll be nice and brown and caramelized from the the cinnamon and the blueberries all mixed together. And then you're going to take your oatmeal. I knew it. I was hoping. I was hoping. Look, I'm squeezing my fingers together. I was hoping that this is where this was going. Okay, sorry. I'm like, this so is like some, comic, put, some comics routine and the crowd is yelling out the punchline. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so then you're going to take your oatmeal, but you're not going to cook your oatmeal. Don't cook it. I challenge you not to cook your oatmeal. Okay. So you put your oatmeal in your bowl, half a cup of oatmeal, full cup, whatever you want to do. I don't care. Your choice. Um, and it's usually about an apple per person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is what I do. Because, you know, you want, I, I tend to like my... Um, my plates to be mostly fruits or vegetables mm-hmm. in my case fruit and then you're going to take milk of your choosing i use almond milk no problems there and then you're going to put the almond milk in there okay now you can use quick oats if you want it to be more like of a, a creamy consistency if that's what you like or if you don't have quick oats you have old-fashioned oats you can just quickly grind up your oats mm-hmm. like half of the oats and mix them and then you have quick oats mm-hmm, mm-hmm. easy fix but you put in your milk little pinch of salt, mm-hmm. little pinch of salt, and a splash of vanilla. Mix it up, and you got breakfast. I eat my oatmeal cold. I don't cook it. So I challenge you to eat cold oatmeal. So this is like, it's a, you're not letting it sit, though, because I, I really enjoy I'm actually. No, it's not overnight oatmeal. Yeah, I'm actually about to transition overnight oatmeal now. Um, we do that a lot. Yeah. And it's, when you do the, you when you either grind up your oats mm-hmm. or you make a, um, quick oats it pretty much turns soft right Mm -hmm, away mm -hmm. but it's the texture of the oatmeal with the softness of everything else that's really good so and if you don't have something like blueberries you can use grapes Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. raisins excuse me don't use grapes Mm, it's kind of weird um we've used pears before Uh uh but you know all that stuff so any fruit Um, with the seed that is Yeah. yeah any fruit with a seed Correct. And if you want it to be sweeter, for some reason, you could use like half a banana Uh uh to give it like that natural sugar. Or I use stevia in it, but I don't really make it any sweeter generally. And then eat it up. So simple, super simple. One pan, one bowl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's it. Five minutes to make it. And then you're good. I don't have apples or blueberries. Yeah, we've been crushing the blueberries lately, yeah. but and I know that it's like it's not apple season yet, and everybody's like, "What the hell? You said you don't like apples," and it's you're you're right. I get tired of eating them, but I do get excited really, about that recipe because yeah. it's really it's good. a really yummy way. It sounds like to eat them though. <clears throat> yeah, and it's kind of you know, who says that you have to eat cinnamon in the fall? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. Cut it out. Okay, you know I, what I, I mean. Get say, it out of here. I don't say that, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. So, yeah. Well, that's it's, it's delish, delish, delish. Thank you for building on the so. fruit recipes. Oh, I'm going strong, mm-hmm, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got it. I got this. I got I this. Don't, I didn't I, doubt you, but I didn't believe in you either. <laughs> I don't believe in myself, honestly. Well, you know what the problem is? Is fruit is enjoyable raw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like eat a mango. Yeah. You're there done. it is. Boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, 
So it, it's, it is hard to cook with fruit for me and I don't bake. So that's the other oh, problem is okay. I don't bake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I married a baker. Mm-hmm. Good on so you. So I don't have to Good bake. Good on you, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Smart mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah, you know, it's uh easy recipe. Get ready for fall, even though it's not here, but still enjoy the flavors. And the beauty of it is it takes so little time mm-hmm. to make it mm-hmm. that you can go out and eat it while you walk in your garden. There it is. Tied it all together. Recipe mic drop. Like a bow. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a little bow in it. So are you going to shorten up your um, your garden walks? Have you decided yet? Um, I haven't decided yet. I, uh, no, no, I, no I have decided. I am going to... Um, I'm coddling a lot. You've, you've heard it. You've heard it in this episode. You've heard it, you know, when we talk offline. Um, and I think I'm ready to kind of pull back a little bit. Like really the pots are the only things that I need to be looking at. And we're talking about like maybe four or five pots that I need to look at daily and add some water to. And if I really wanted to, I could, you know, make some adjustments to make that a little bit easier. But I think that I need to like do a hard transition to just chilling. You know, before it becomes overwhelming, you know. Yeah. You and I are two totally different gardeners. You are a very coddling gardener. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm a very hands-off gardener. You are. And I am. I'm very much so like, it's going to make it, you know, make sure there's no problems and I'm going to let it grow. Mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. you know, that's about it. Yeah, because (laughs) all of this and it's really, it doesn't really impact my success. But in my mind, it's like I'm giving it my all. Now, September... Is a different version of, you know, Batavia and gardening, you know, so because it takes right. a lot out of you to do what I'm talking about doing here. Right. You know, just mentally, you know, it's on my mind a lot. And again, I love it. Um, but, you know, there's too much of a good thing as the saying goes. So, so, yeah, there is. Yeah. But let us know, you know, let us know what you guys do. Let us know how much time you, if you do your morning walks or if you do it combined at all, mm-hmm, how you mm-hmm. walk. I really want to know how people water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if anything else, let us know how you water. That'd be pretty cool yeah. to see, to hear, you know? So, um, otherwise that's all I got on garden walking. Yeah. A day in the garden. Absolutely. It can be as long or short as you want it to be. You know what my advice is? Make it short and enjoy your space. Short and sweet. That's my yeah. Short and sweet and enjoy. Just spit, sit back and look. And for me, so. I say bring a blanket out there and camp out. <laughs> or something close to that. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've slept in my garden before. I haven't, but. Why not? That's a line. I'm not willing to cross. I mean, I clearly slept really? in my backyard, but you know, not for a night or anything. Yeah. though. but that's another story. Yeah, we've we've camped out a lot and stuff like that, so we do that a lot. Yeah. But all right, peeps, that's it. Keep it real. Hey, do me a favor. Don't wear your mask in your car alone. You're not going to catch the coronavirus by yourself. I mean, I haven't said this, but I mean, I, I'm okay with you wearing it if you want to. I'm not. I, I, I like it because I get to laugh. Uh-huh. You're such but, um, a, you know what, about that. <laughs> yeah. But it, in all seriousness, wear a mask and keep everybody safe. You know, we need to do our part and enjoy your gardens. Yeah. Stay cool. And uh, check us out on our usual locations. If you haven't 
subscribed to us, what are you waiting for? <laughs> and if you haven't shared us, what are you waiting for? Let's get some people going. Let's get more people listening so we can help people grow better, more, learn to grow, and grow for change. We want to hear from you. Until then. That's right. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to us today. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Backyard Gardens Pod. And we share gardening tips and clips from the show. And we would love to see your gardens and share them with everybody. So if you want to join us and you want to share your gardens, feel free to use the hashtag BYG podcast. And if you want to see us on video, you can find us on YouTube at Backyard Gardens, where we have the full show and clips and all the recipes broken down for you. And until next time, learn to grow and grow for change. And we're going to call it a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.